0: Welcome to the Dreams and Money Podcast. Join me as I talk to inspiring, trailblazing millennials who are breaking barriers and being bosses in their careers and personal lives. On this episode, I speak to TK, a music video director and director of Edible Elevance, a media production company. TK has worked with some of the biggest artists, including WizKid, Davido, Boy, Chipmunk and more. We speak about the highs and lows of being in the media industry, the struggles of being a creative, living in Africa and more so stay tuned welcome to a new episode and as always i have an amazing guest talented he is a video director video editor the tk welcome Thank you for doing this.
1: I don't know how I feel about doing this, but it's okay.
0: So, I'm taking him out of his comfort zone. He's not one for interviews. He's not one for anything on record. However, I feel like it's, it goes with the theme of the Dreams of Money podcast about putting yourself out there, doing things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but doing it anyway because you're a boss, right? Mm-hmm. So... To give context about who you are. I'm going to give, I want to read out some of the things that you've done, some people you've worked with, great people in the music industry, including
1: directing. I don't even know that one of you uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell them everybody. I'm
0: never going to tell them everybody, but I'm just going to read is. a couple. So, it includes directing and editing music videos for some of the biggest artists that we love, including Bernaboy, Heavy K, WizKid, yeah, Davido mr easy a uh, wheelo longoma oh my the god. legend oh my god <laughs> so and i feel like you've, you've probably forgot some of them
1: yeah definitely i definitely forgot that uh, but i love i really enjoyed that project
0: so where should we start off like where you started how you started and just got into this game
1: i started off just like what making music and stuff um did you
0: yeah oh i didn't know that
1: you didn't no a lot of people don't know that no. but yeah i was like tk beats and I was like doing production and come across a lot of people. So like early days, Fuse O D G. That's how we actually boys through music and you know just a few other people. And over time, I decided to to just get a bit more of the videos because to me at that time it was more lucrative
0: what to do videos versus do videos, the, the, the music to
1: produce music at that time this is like way back as someone who lived in Kings, i wasn't even in london okay
0: and then at some point you had a mentor who is sassan a director too
1: yeah i actually first met luke biggins who is, uh, who is a director too he's big in the industry more the urban uk industry so you know your grime your uk hip-hop and you know the rise of all that stuff he's been in, in the game for a while so i met him first and then within a year, I met Sesson and um, I went into more your Afrobeats stuff. That's how I worked with like all your, your Afrobeats artists. And I feel like, you know, things have just happened over time. And when you, when I'm asked to speak about it, I feel like I have to construct it. But to me, because it was happening so flawlessly and fluently, I don't think I've ever stood there to say, oh, at this point, this happened. At this point, that happened. It's like I have to think about it and then, and then speak about it. So then I'm like, mm, is that really what happened? No, that's a lie. So like
0: in, in hindsight There's certain things That you forgot happened Or certain people That you met you're like Oh I met that person And then that led me To do that project And then from that project It was this project And you know Like it just kind of Spirals and rolls Into its own like thing And mm-hmm. you just didn't it's not that it was planned out, you know, so it mm-hmm. just kind of
1: happened. Yes, yeah, basically that. It's just I was living my life and a long living my life. I happen to have done all these things. And to me, it's like it's never really felt like what per se. And, you know, that's just that. Whatever I wanted to do, I've always done it. Whether I wanted to produce music or do other things, I've always kind of stood up and done it. And because of that, I feel like it's very difficult for me to construct my come up or how I got into it. Like you career. No? Yeah, I just got into it. I think it was cooling for me.
0: Looking back, what are some of the things that you probably didn't expect to experience in the industry that you have? Which could be like positives and negatives or like some of the difficult things that you actually never expected to have to kind of manoeuvre through or work through as a creative.
1: I guess the biggest challenge for everyone is just the money. How to find the balance between your work, your earnings and obviously industries are up and down. We've been through like two recessions already so far. 2009 was one and now we're like in 2020. Is another one. And our industry, like you can see on the news, people are always going to look at it as the last last thing on the list.
0: Like it's not a priority. Yeah, like
1: it's not a priority on, on, on whatever, on the government's plans. So yeah, that has been the biggest um, sort of challenge. It's just for the money to make sense in the industry. Obviously, right now it makes sense because the streams are back up. You know, music is booming again and it's cool. But I think, yeah, the biggest challenge has been to stay afloat and make enough money to actually sustain. Mm. Uh, the creative sort of path do you feel
0: like that's something that people have to think about before they say that they want to be in the industry and make it their full-time job and full-time income and dedicate basically themselves to it
1: yeah no you definitely have to calculate where you're gonna to be honest with you I kind of did and I didn't. At the same time, I just took a risk personally because I dropped out of uni. I just went to uni briefly and I dropped out of uni, told my parents, I don't want to do uni, I want to do this. And I just went straight into that. So, yeah, you definitely need to kind of know. You definitely have to research and you have to know how you're going to make money from it, like any business you get into.
0: And I feel like it's important to have that that hustle and that hunger Mm -hmm. in that kind of industry where you're hot one minute potentially and then you're not the next minute, then you're hot another minute and everybody wants you and wants a piece of you and wants you to be part of their projects or whether you're like a music producer or a video director Mm -hmm. or literally like a music artist, like you have to kind of know that it's worth, one, know that it's worth going for and Mm -hmm. two, I'm going to have to hustle extra hard in comparison to somebody else who's like doing a nine-to-five, you know? Okay, so what's something that's good that you feel like you've experienced within this industry that's like, you know what, it was worth it was worth me chasing my dreams and chasing the vision that I
1: had? Just the satisfaction when you do like a good project that you're happy with is, is good enough, really. I don't think I've reached a point where I'm like, besides the creative experience and, and the outcome, I do enjoy working within the creative industry because I, I like music, like I told you, I used to produce music. So that's the biggest advantage for me. It's like I still am in that space. And now lately, I've actually been pushing a bit more into that space in terms of like managing artists and having a bit of an influence in the music space and getting that back up on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So can we switch gears a little bit? Not completely, but on. Um, so Africa. <laughs> so you lived in South Africa for a little bit, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And some way, I want to say. So so you went back. Obviously, you were here. You went back. You were living there, you were working there. What was that experience like? Because um, I feel like I'm always harping on about wanting to go back home and work from home and experience Africa. Whether that's South Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, Mm I don't know, whatever. Like, I just, I want that experience. What was your experience like? Was it worth it?
1: It was worth it 110% for me because I just had a chance to actually have an insight into what it means like to be back home and I was there for like three years, you know. When I went, I went into like 2007. So between South Africa, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Nigeria, um, I moved into like Ghana. I moved moved around Africa a lot, and that sort of made me realize the potential of like the motherland, um, if I can call it that. And it is definitely like your question was: Is it worth it to to go back? Or Or
0: just what? Yeah. What was your experience like? Yeah, the
1: experience was just that sort of opened my eyes into into understanding that you can expand a lot more when you're in that space than you're in when you're in this space and by this space i mean like a europe your first world because they're still developing countries and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah that's that's that that's like the biggest thing and now that i've come back here and there's been corona and and we've been in lockdown and i've had time to proper think i definitely think my move is africa aligned and that's just the room to grow and to have my own thing and to have ownership of um you know my own things and my own movement better than i would when i'm out here and i'm definitely happier because i'm around my people you know
0: well you're happier (laughs) um, you're happier back home
1: yeah definitely
0: what were some challenges i guess that you probably experienced that you didn't think about before you moved there
1: hmm challenges i think the biggest challenge in in life is money sorry um the biggest challenge in life is is just cash you know this industry is not as how like it looks to everyone else if you're asking my daughter you straight like
0: not everything that yeah What's not, the saying about not everything that glitters is gold
1: yeah mm-hmm. we make it i mean i make the videos i edit in certain things i put certain things in the videos to make it look 10 times than what it might be yeah right not to say um, what, what it is. the
0: final product yeah is.
1: definitely so the entertainment industry is just the same everywhere you go it's about the hustle it's about making money it's about staying afloat and i think it's as long as you can do that then you're cool so that would have been in any way, you know, challenge to just find work, or to to be to be known. Not really because I was kind of doing stuff on was already. So when I went there, I already know the big boys. I don't think I've had big big challenges. Um, I don't really think I have. Yeah, that's good. Yeah,
0: that's good. So with that being said, obviously you said like there is those challenges of as a creative, making sure you're constantly working, finding the next project, and mm-hmm. staying active. And I'm sure with that, a lot of creatives experience or just people in life, like we experience failures. And I'll say for myself, like I think, when was it last year? So 2019, like I experienced what, well, I guess what, well, not necessarily a failure, but a really difficult mm-hmm. hump in the road in, I guess, in my okay, well. career and projection. Mm. And you would think, or I thought, or oh, like, I'm like, girl, like, I'm good. I got this. But you don't realise, like, until you actually experience it, you don't know what your reaction is going to be, mm-hmm. right? You don't know how you're going to bounce back or how you're going to manoeuvre around that and get back to yes, your... Doomsday. to Yeah, just to doing <laughs> what you were doing before. Yeah. So with that being said, like, how do you feel like you've manoeuvred around, like, any sort of challenges that you face, any maybe failures that you may have faced and kind of how do you bounce back from that?
1: I've always kept people around me, so... Not a lot of people, but I have people that Mm -hmm. when I'm in any sort of situation, I can always sort of hit up and be like, yo, so like the worst I told you, the worst that can happen is probably money, right? Mm -hmm. I always got work, you know, lockdown or lockdown, whatever. I always have work. And I've secured that in my life. Wherever I go, I always have work. So um, that's just been great. And it's helped me like just get through most of the challenges, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. So what's something you wish maybe you knew before like you entered this space that you know now? Or maybe some mistakes you made? Um,
1: The industry has been evolving really quickly. And for me, it's this thing of where I just wish I'd built a bigger team around me.
0: Built a bigger team?
1: Yeah. Okay. I still, that, that's the plan right now. But I just wish I'd done it not two years ago Mm. when the industry was going going up especially for like the uk because my movement you know between africa and coming back here and doing all of that i might have shifted my i should have just balanced my focuses you know even now wanting to go back i also want to leave something here i want to have an office i want to have someone that's going to be there still have work going through there and just balance it out i guess it's it's also a thing that just comes with experience and like maturity and i also have access to like work now you know like i told you i can never run out of work so why not just make it work and and expand
0: so with what you're building at the moment tell me about edible 11s and what you guys are about and what the what the company does
1: yeah edible 11s is just like what it started out as a thing of me not wanting to use my name is my like i didn't want to use tk as a director, because I felt like that's just limited. Um, people expect to see TK. You can't build a brand out of TK and be in this space, in the entertainment space. Um, and I, I certainly don't want my company to be called TK. So unless I'm going to say TK Films and everyone uses TK, we came up with Edible 11s. I've got my junior, my producer in South Africa, who helped me come up with a name. I've got my business partner, who I do the music side of things with He's in South Africa as well. And um, we mainly do post-production, you know, we do directing and that's in music videos and commercials. And right now we're also pushing into content, generally producing content. You know, the world is going into a bit more content. We've got a company in South Africa that we're speaking to that I can't talk about right now. Yeah, it's a publishing company. We're going to speak to them about partnering up and um, growing their content, you know, in partnership content side and this there's some investment there so so um
0: what when you say content are you talking about um what sort of content is it just content within the music industry video content, content in entertainment yeah. or just more social media content and across different industries whether that's fashion
1: so yeah everything whatever. across the industry you know fashion films it could be um what these lives it could be because everyone's like doing this whole live format of performances we've just done a few for the premiere for the fifa we've got a few fifa artists that we did some projects with uh so the live formats documentary formats we do um we've just gotten a contract in botswana to do a series which is kind of with F- yeah it's kind of big so it's that kind of stuff um generally content across the board as long as this video content and some audio yeah.
0: so where do you s- what's the goal with it what's the end goal like mean? if we achieve that like we've smashed it
1: i think if we can make it a generational company and we smashed it, you know. Yeah. Like from like it has to go into like the next a, a real
0: production company, yeah, like, like proper... the Warner Brothers, and yeah. it's not a like wrecking. the Warner
1: Brothers, but like Edible Elevens. <laughs> <11's>.
0: Period. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, I like that.
1: Like no, no, I'm joking, but yeah, you know. No, don't
0: joke. Yeah, do like the, Edible Elevens. Yeah. Build
1: up, build it up to a point where it's its own thing.
0: It's its, so its own sustaining. name. It's right bigger now, than you.
1: Yeah, because right now, as it stands, um, I've got my producer in um, in in and Patona, another girl in, in Zim. So for, we've got creative culture, which is like the music side of things and, and this but what I'm doing is growing all these powerful people to start managing these companies from when it's young. So in about two, three years I'll just have a person running a division of our company there, a division of our company there, and they also have ownership within those companies.
0: Uh, so and, like um, in, in different parts, yeah, whether in different that's parts. like in, in Europe, in Africa, South America, America, parts. like wherever it is, yeah. just having a presence yeah. everywhere yeah. in the globe. Yeah, I love that. We do have- uh, we're going to do a little game of quick fire round questions. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Think yeah, back. let's go. So what's the most memorable video that you've shot?
1: Memorable video that I've shot. Yeah. Wow. Or your favourite. I don't have a favourite.
0: It's hard to pick.
1: I don't. I don't. I'm proud of the fact that I shot Legover because it's the biggest video that Easy has released.
0: Okay, so Legover by Mr. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think it stands out, yeah, because of that.
0: Who was the most fun artist to shoot with?
1: You're stitching me up. Um... Jesus, who was fun? Who was fun? I don't, I don't know.
0: You can say several.
1: I think I think Wiz is cool. I think the Bange is quite oh, fun. The Bange is the is, is character. Cool.
0: Which video did you shoot with him?
1: Um, we so we we did a Bachelor. We did like Oliver Twist. We did um that's this is when I was working with Sesan. We did. Actually, the in Belize in a long time. I just No, that but I,
0: that Oliver Oliver Twist was like a cultural <laughs> moment. Yeah. Like it really pushed Afrobeats and just like cosported yeah. it to a next level. Played okay. on New Year's,
1: didn't it? It played on New Year's on national TV. Oh. When they were doing the countdown in twenty eleven. Wow. Yeah, crazy. That's
0: lit. Okay. Hmm. This one's a bit of a sticky one. The most dramatic video that you've ever worked on or like difficult or there were just things were just going wrong and... But of it course will it will be
1: all a out. video I did with my brother, Techno. Um, it's called Anything. song called Anything by Techno. That day was just the worst. I don't want to go into the details. He knows and I know and everybody else who was on that sheet knows that day was a freaking nightmare yeah it was
0: so okay give me an example of like things that went
1: wrong you know um, i can't okay. it was not I, I really can to be honest because i mean at that time this is like 2014 so mm-hmm. we were all like still trying to push and i remember techno at the time he was with a management company and there was just problems like moving money from nigeria into the country and um you know we got to the set and i remember having pressure from the studio guys saying well you booked a studio and it allowed us to get there and start shooting without paying anything and like it's halfway through the day money's not really moving i'm about to get my shit cancelled i've hired out kit that i haven't paid for because i'm waiting for all this money so i have all this stress and having and techno is coming to me like tk i'm so sorry like me and him are really good friends right now we like we're brothers you know and it's just like oh T man, I don't know what's going on. Da, da, da. But yeah, that was that was uh, that was a crazy day. It was on edge. It yeah. it came at the end.
0: But exactly. Oh, that, <laughs> that's all that matters. It like it wiped out in the end. Okay, so um what's a music video that you've seen and thought? That's an amazing video. And I wish I'd thought of that concept, like I wish I had shot that.
1: What video have I seen in recent time that I wish I shot?
0: Oh, just of all time,
1: really, can be. Of all time, I will be pushing it. I, I don't think I have a lot of videos that have really influenced me to doing videos. I've kind of grown to doing videos and just like them and yeah. learn as I go. You know, this tutorial world, I've, I kind of picked it up and I just learned things as I go. But I don't know if you listen to Octavian. There's a video by Octavian called Move Me. Basic video, but I wish I showed that video, yeah. 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 I like the song as well.
0: I'm going to go and watch it now. <laughs> Okay, so advice that you would give to your 16-year-old self?
1: Focus and understand what focus means. Understand what it really means to make plans for the future. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Not that I was ever afraid to ask questions, but I think I have I grew up a life where I had to learn to be my own person so much. I just had to self-sustain through, you know. And I missed out on Certain things that I can't really cry about because of my life, my life, you know, it turns mm-hmm. out to be okay so far, and I'm grateful for that. But I think I'll definitely put a lot more education on like finance on things like, cause I, I mean, I'm a guy who's still there and like put down payment on a car for what? Yeah, <laughs> you tell me now. So things like those, I wish I'd, I'd known when I was young. Also, just have access to other things outside university and all that thing there, which I pushed for myself. I just wish it was kind of an option. Um, but yeah, I think it's just that have a better understanding of the future and good foresight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you know I i agree with you on that. But mm-hmm. I feel like well for some people they're in positions where they have older people who teach them mm-hmm. about certain things. Like for instance, in my case, like I don't know anybody really that's close to me that has a business has started a business Mm. or like is doing anything outside of just a normal nine to five Mm -hmm. and again i think that's why i started this podcast exactly i was
1: about to say look at you out here (laughs) doing this yes i'm here for that um,
0: so yeah it was like this is why i started the podcast but like you were saying like if had somebody to kind of not necessarily hold your hand but to direct Mm -hmm. you a little bit and to put you onto the right path and teach you about certain things that you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily know when you're young and Mm -hmm. it's like you're you're ignorant Mm -hmm. like you know
1: you know the funny thing is not if the cut you sorry it's funny you say that because that's also the one thing i'm most grateful for because on the flip side i then met people really amazing people you know who took me in and and sort of taught me what i needed to learn and gave me time and i became useful to those people and over the years we've created relationships that are like like i told you now i'm in a space where i don't really have to you know look too tough to actually find uh work and make a living which is which is great about that also you know i got the chance to meet people so i definitely advise my 16 year old to say look go meet people listen to people i always used to keep older people around me as well uh, yes yeah,
0: always, older people around you always That's a key. That's (laughs) definitely a key. Like, I think I, like, I wish I had known that too earlier Mm. and pushed myself outside of my immediate circles. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not closed off, but I'm not always going to be the one to try and create, yeah, yeah, like, create relationships. And it's very, very important, so.
1: It's, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely. I think for me, it's also just a thing of how I was raised from when I was young. Yeah And I grew up that life That's like I had people older than me That I always Like ask questions So It was easier for me Let's open a school That teaches all 16 year olds Listen to adults
0: <laughs> For sure We need that right We need that Definitely. Or like some sort of like Mentorship situation
1: Yeah I wouldn't mind that
0: That that would have been great I like, wouldn't
1: that mind really That would have been
0: great And that's something I really want to do mm-hmm. For like for young girls Just
1: because really? Yeah Just because I'm
0: just passionate About women And like female empowerment so i really want to make sure and that.
1: men please and,
0: men, and <laughs> men but again that's what you men are there for like i'm a woman i know women i know the things that affect yeah, us that's right. so i would do a good job of putting together something for women and for young girls yeah. i'm not sure how if you have great... a
1: video you know Thank on record i'll say that
0: thanks i want you to that <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how good I would be mm. in terms of like, putting together something for, like, young boys. I mean, I probably would be great, actually, but I would be so much better for girls. Mm. Anyway, this is not about me. It's about you. So, what's the biggest lesson 2020 has taught you with all the craziness that's going on?
1: The biggest lesson 2020 has taught me is that nothing is really, like, ever for sure. You know? Nothing is certain. Like, nothing is really ever for sure. So, it's also another thing that's making me want to go back home because I'd rather live my life enjoying and knowing that I'm building in a space where I own things. Because 2020 has just made me realise how people don't even own anything. Yeah. And you're, you know, a couple of months away from losing something. So, yeah, I feel like that's the biggest lesson. But I've learned a lot of things this year also. Evolution is happening every day. And if we don't learn what's happening that year, by the next year, in two years, three years' time, you're left behind time. And, you know, by the time you're 30, 35, 40... And and in the system that's coming, I feel like you would need to adapt and have so many skills over the years and adapt to technology. Like don't be afraid of taking in new things, uh, because that's what the world is is, is is that's where the world is going. Because yeah. right now, if you ask, I have a friend who has a nan, and the idea of having Wi-Fi to her is like insane. Yeah. And she lives in this country, but the idea of Wi-Fi to her is insane. You know, that's because over the years, somewhere they were left in tech. So, 2020 has definitely made me realize that we need to keep up today to date, embrace it. So,
0: just keep up and be active. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, before we began this conversation, we were talking about it wasn't self-doubt we were talking about praising yourself and talking about how as people we sometimes don't want to outwardly talk about the great things that we've done things we've achieved and uh, because i just because i i see a lot and i think especially with women i feel like men are much more comfortable doing that they're talking about the great achievements that Mm -hmm. they've done so i feel like sometimes i've been in conversations with men and they will start talking about themselves Mm -hmm. unprovoked not in a bad way but unprovoked
1: (laughs) not in a bad way (laughs) who says that unprovoked not in a bad way no
0: and it's not no no it's not bad
1: the moment you say unprovoked is in a bad way
0: okay but what i what i'm trying to say don't water
1: down your your point say it with your chest
0: but yeah listen i'm I'm gonna say with my chest what i'm trying to say is that men have that confidence And mm. that What's the word like The ego you, Yeah The l- ego yeah, a Pride bit. You know. and Yes the ego The pride Which is not Again I don't think It's a bad thing In majority of the situations yeah. But it's just I think some people Struggle with Talking about themselves mm-hmm. and, and talking about themselves I struggle and, talking about myself. Why is that though
1: I don't know I, I'm pretty sure If you're listening To this interview And you're like know me know me You probably can tell How hard it is For me to like Be having this Chat right now Because Um I'm so forward thinking. I've started to realise that I'm just very ahead, like thinking. For me to unpack and revisit and, you know, talk reflect. about it. Yeah, I don't. I can't say I don't reflect. I really don't. I should do some more. But for me to go back and talk about certain things, it's just very difficult because I don't really think about it half the time. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like, I'm thinking about, let's go, let's go, let's the go, let's go, let's go, let's go. next five years, like, next yeah. 10
0: years, even, the next year.
1: Yeah, whichever one it is, like, it's definitely forward thinking. So I feel like the moment that I start to talk about myself, I have to think. I actually have to think. Like, if you're listening to this conversation, no, I'm thinking about what I'm saying. Not that it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's an effort right. on top of just being normal. So, Right. Yeah.
0: But it's not a bad thing.
1: Comfort zones.
0: It's, yes, exactly. <laughs> Coming out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing to talk about the great things you've achieved the skills you have and who you've worked with and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And I feel like for some people, it comes natural. It doesn't come across as being prideful mm-hmm. because it's genuinely what you've done. It's, it's what you've achieved. But I think for some people, it's very awkward for them because it feels like, oh, like I, I, I don't yeah, want to talk about myself.
1: This is exactly the point I was getting to. Like, is it crazy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be. But is it crazy that I've even lied to people about what I do because I just didn't want to talk about what I do?
0: really so yeah. so you've told people like you do I've something out,
1: completely different. i've met like i've gone out i've met people like initially you know oh what do you do just like on oh, you know i just like that and they're like oh okay cool and maybe if i see you maybe the next day or whatever and i do actually get to talk to you or to know you or whatever only then would you know what i really do and i would always explain that i just can't talk about it because i don't know how pe- like i just don't know you know
0: you don't know how people are going to
1: react i don't really want to sell myself as that person and what i do for a living is something that naturally a lot of people want to be associated with i believe mm-hmm. that's that side of things but generally also i don't i'm not the one to talk about me half the time is usually my mates who i then become very awkward um and i'm not really a shy person but it kind of almost makes me borderline like i don't know how to act when they're like oh this is tk and tk is done blah 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 and i'm just like oh my god
0: so you just kind of want to shy away from it a little bit
1: yeah there's this saying that people say and i believe probably that's how i function where it's like you are you don't not like you tell people that you're great but only great when people around you say you're great it's like you know you're you're a goat if everyone else says he's the goat but you
0: you can't say yourself. you're so yeah, to goat. you like, have to wait for other people to say it be he's, he's great like he's the greatest of all time yeah, that's yeah, it <laughs> right yeah. okay let's so, not push
1: for we're not fishing for compliments out here
0: they just come to you no <laughs>
1: sometimes they do yeah but well, you get my point
0: no no i get it mm-hmm. i get it so what can we look forward to from tk from edible 11s and what's the future looking like
1: Don't ask me about the future right now at this point in my life in 2020. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm about to have a breakdown.
0: It's crazy. It's It's crazy right now.
1: It's nuts. And and this is coming from someone, like I told you, and this is why I keep on making the point. I have been working. I've had work. But it's also just been, like, stupid crazy, you know? The future is for us... To push more digital, definitely. We're now gearing up to go more independent. So I know I told you I have structures in place that sort of sustain me, but EE and creative culture, we're going into creating our own paths in different spaces. So we're investing a lot in Africa at the moment. I have two artists in Zimbabwe, and I have some guys in South Africa, and you know we're investing a lot in South, in, in Africa. The content industry in Africa is still booming. Um, it's still growing, and
0: it's about to blow too. It's about to blow. It's
1: about to, you about to know, blow. You know, so we're just trying to make sure that we're not trying. We're making sure that we secure our pie, our piece of the pie, before all these big companies trying to come and yeah. and do a At least if they come, that we're buying from us and we own something in there.
0: I love that. Yeah. Okay. Where can people find you?
1: At director T K. That's my handle for everything with Snapchat, Instagram. Director T Hey.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you talking to me. Yeah. I know it was a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Okay, but outside of my comfort zone. You did great, sweetie, in the words of what's her name? The the Jenna's mothers. Mm-hmm. No, somebody said that. You're doing great, sweetie. Someone mm-hmm. listening knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But the point is, you mm-hmm. did great. Thank you for talking to me. Vienna. I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for dragging me outside my comfort zone way outside my comfort zone i feel like towards the end of this conversation i kind of got comfortable (laughs)
0: yes and you did you did and i I like that i appreciate that um okay so as always catch me on the next episode of the dreams and money podcast make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to this one and listen to all the previous episodes that they missed out on just so that they don't miss out on any gems so until next time